What's happening, guys? My name is Mike, and you are listening to The Record High Podcast. Just some housekeeping items real quick I want to share again. We do not run ads on this show. We expect to add value and sure a little bit of entertainment just because we all here like to laugh uh, into your lives organically. And in return, all we ask is that you share the show with a friend or family member who you think might benefit as well. Could be a text, could be a call, could be an email, could be a conversation. It doesn't matter. Let them know about the show. So it's been a couple months since you last heard from us and a lot has happened. The world is in chaos right now amidst a global pandemic and not to mention racial and political battles left and right. I'm sure all of you listening have been extremely impacted. Your business, your personal lives, both physically and mentally completely drained due to reasons beyond all of our control. We here are no exception. The difference is for us is that we dug our heels in and kept sprinting towards our goals. If you've listened to some of the other episodes in the past, we outline ways that you can stay focused and sharp, not just for the easy days, but for the hard days. And the hard days are exactly what we are all facing right now as an entire country with no clear end in sight. Today, we discuss some current events, some of our experiences in the last few months, and ways that you can be better than your competition. Now more important than ever. There are two ways smart companies outlast other companies. You either be first or you be smarter. Enjoy the show. To be fair, I think what we experienced at the be- you know end of end of February, beginning of March, was something that we've never experienced before. You know, none, none of our family, none of our older generations have really experiences before so we didn't know what was gonna happen are we recording yeah oh so we already started so yes this isn't us just... oh yeah, yeah no, I we, totally didn't we, we, we already started so we can keep start. going it's just nobody yeah. told us yeah. this no no we're yeah. in real time come in dude you gotta tell us man i could have said something dumb yeah where's the red light i could have said something else no no let's keep going yeah no no let's just keep going this is real this is what people want all right we'll keep going okay i got it okay so we're rolling so we're live welcome back it's been a long time um, I'm, I for one, I'm very excited. Obviously, it's been a couple months since we've been on this thing, but my life, evolution of my life has been huge. There's been a lot going on in the world. We're gonna oh, get yeah. to that in a second, but I just have to say I'm very excited to be back. Oh yeah, so. it's good to see you guys again. I mean, we could probably right, talk for uh, a couple of days on what's gone on between the last time we recorded and oh, now. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, well, I'm sure we will over time, but I'm, dude, I'd be the first one to say you've changed a lot, even just the last couple months. And you know, I don't even know what you're doing out there in Michigan, dude. I don't even know. Day by day, right? But I'm an everyday man. I'm just I'm I'm in the forest. I mean, from it's good to see you back. Yeah, dude, it's good to see you back. From an outside point of view, it's it's definitely admirable. I mean, not everybody can take that jump and no, you know, absolutely to, not. Not just Tucson, but to go how many miles away is it? How long is it, how long is it a flight from Michigan? It, well, it's two thousand miles away, but the flight's like four hours. Okay, so that's, that's two a, movies. That's a long, that's a two long movies. flight. Two movies. <laughs> two movies. It's a long distance away. That's how I decide how like far flights are now. It's like how many movies am I going to watch <laughs> on that flight? Right. That's that's the distance flights now. So two movies. Yeah. So, so real quick for our listeners, obviously one of our our partners here on this podcast moved out to Michigan. We'll make that clear. Oh, Nathan, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Maybe explain to our listeners to the world why did you move out to Michigan? What was the real reason you moved your entire family, your entire life? 2,000 miles away 
obviously because you don't know how cold it's going to get in Michigan yeah, yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. We're recording this in July. Yeah. So he's saying, oh, I got out of Arizona really at nice. the perfect time. It's really nice. What he doesn't realize is there's a non-perfect time in Michigan uh, that is not right now. But but why did you do that? Why did you move your entire life out to Michigan? Um, please explain that to me, to the entire world, to our listeners. Okay. Well, if you've listened to the podcast before, or if you know me and you listen to what I say, my main goal in life is to not do what you're doing. So if you're doing, unless you have more money than me, but if you don't have more money than me, if you don't have more freedom, if you're not happier than me, my main goal is not to make my life like yours, right? It's like that, that's my main thing. I want, I want to be the person that's doing something different. Like I want to be the one that people are pointing to and saying, what did he do, right? Because that's the person that's going to get the reward, right? It's, it's exactly like a race, right? If you're either talking about somebody or they're talking about you, right? I'm like, there's no other way around that. So they're either talking about the things that you're doing or you're talking about the things that they're doing. And I always want to be the one that somebody's talking about. And that has nothing to do with clinical narcissism, right? So just want to make that very clear, no, right? I, so if there's a rumor going around, that is not true, right? I deny that 100%. Um, but in actuality, um, most of the people that you'll talk to that have been very successful um, if, since the beginning of time have talked about the the, the need to to relocate or go where the business is. And I, and I like to do new things. I like to get out of my comfort zone. Um, I also don't want my items to own me, right? So um, once you're in a place for long enough, you buy all this stuff that you really shouldn't have, you do things that you shouldn't have, you get comfortable in there. So it's really hard to change in an environment where your only thing you're changing is trying to change your mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to put yourself into another situation. You'd be surprised how, how quickly you have to change and be better. And so I just I just knew there was an opportunity out in Michigan to expand the businesses, to make some money, um, to allow other people in, in here in Arizona to tap in my spot and and grow as uh, growing themselves, and that needs to happen. I'm only successful as the people that surround me. Mm-hmm. Um, I take that group of ten people very seriously. So you are the average of the ten people you're around, and so most of the time, people just try to make themselves better, and then don't work on the people around. I work on the people around me all the time because mm-hmm. I'm the average of them, right? So I need to go out there. I need to grow. I need to do something different. Um, and and it's been the first, I haven't changed anything in really my life and my location and kind of what I do for a good amount of time. So I'm like, I saw the opportunity. I just jumped, right? Sell everything, get out there, build a business, flex my muscles, um, do things that, you know, what would be out of my comfort zone. And that's why I did it. I, I always want to, what's the next thing that I can do to, to, you know, what differentiate myself from other people around. Um, and I'm just that type. So it's a, uh, been kind of crazy right so it's it's definitely not easy but um it's fun i can come home and i can see everybody here but that's my main reason no i, I appreciate it and i think that's 100 percent um accurate right and i actually am grateful for you being willing to do that because when you left arizona somebody had to step in and, and yep. a large portion of that is, has been me stepping into that role and it's allowed me to grow and to evolve and and you know, that, that's that's what we do here on this podcast, right? We're always talking about how can we get better? How can we improve? And sometimes it's by choice where we make the decision, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change. Uh, but other times it's because we literally have no other choice because some kind of situation throws us into it and we've got no choice but to evolve. And so this was a situation where I had no choice but to evolve and, and to become better. Um, another thing I think is what's going on in the world right now with this coronavirus and, and, and everything that's going on is forcing everybody to change. It's, mm-hmm. Life is 100% different than it was 
three months ago. It is, yeah. And I was listening to the last podcast towards the end of it. You know, we we're just talking like life was normal, and to to just to hear how we all talk and have to deal with when we wake up in the morning and the problems that we have now are just completely different. And you oh, know, absolutely a big a big huge thing right now for us in Phoenix. I mean, a, a majority of the whole pandemic is kind of I feel like somewhat kind of been pushed to the side at least temporarily. Um, but right now we're dealing with closure still as far as like gyms and bars. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people saying that uh, there's targeting going on, you know, so I mean, it, what, what do you guys think about, um, you know, at least here, I don't know how it is in Michigan about, you know, the, the closures of bars and gyms still. Well, it's a lot worse here. So it's funny because when I left here, Michigan was worse than Arizona. Then now since I've been gone, so Corona f- flees from where I am. So, they can't try. so I'm planning to come over here and, and get rid of it. But just in case I don't know, it's a lot worse out here. Um, we're seeing for the first time in a, in in probably the history where government is government is making some executive decisions that are affecting not only business owners but the people that work for it mm-hmm. um, or work for those companies and and that's causing a lot of discomfort kind of what Taylor was saying it's like you're you're the, these cut these businesses and people are having to evolve in a way that they shouldn't have to so it, it's definitely worse out here like this is this is by far out there they're just it's more of a you know kind of a liberal environment so they're just being a little bit more cautious than ever it's um but out here man they're making some they're making some pretty hard core decisions pretty quickly right that people weren't expecting to do to do a lot lot to do with it too way more heavily populated i mean we had we still to this day have like a record number of people contracting the coronavirus and positive tests to this day i mean every day it just gets higher and higher it's a new record so when it's going to go down i have no idea but i mean the one thing um one big thing that impacted me is during the initial, what was it, like three-month closure of everything that was shut down, the gyms were closed. Oh, uh, I mean, everything was closed, but like the big thing that hit me was the gyms. Not being able to go into the into the gym was huge for, you know, physical and mentally. You don't realize how much you need the gym mentally until you can't go for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, all that was kind of over. They, you know, they brought everybody back in, the first wave of letting everybody open up, and the gyms were included. And it was, it was, it was definitely different. I mean, you walk in, they make you wear the face masks. You know, you can't go there without a reservation, and they do that to, you know, so that way they don't hit max capacity in there yeah. with social distancing. But you have to wear a mask. They don't let you in. You have to have a mask, have to have a reservation, and it's a different world. If you're not wearing it in there, you know, there's people walking around bugging you, telling you either have to leave or put it on. And, you know, so I, I mean, for me personally, I feel like there's a lot of freedoms being taken away. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just the, 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 the case right now, Mount Side Fitness, the, uh, the general manager is going through a lawsuit with the governor himself that just got denied yesterday, so they had to close back up again. But he made, he made a really good point, and, and, you know, I feel I agree with him in the fact that we should be able to go to the gyms if we want to. Yeah. It's our decision. If we, you know, and, and his, his, the point he made was even in lockdown, the grocery stores were still open. And if we went into a grocery store and contracted coronavirus from the grocery store, we're not gonna go back and sue that grocery store, right? Yep. Because we can't. And so that's why he stayed open. He's like, it's the people's choice to come into my gym. If they contract it, it's not my fault. They chose to come here. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why I feel like I feel like there shouldn't be those types of bans right now. I don't know what do you guys think. Do you feel 
Well, he said yeah. if he made a good point, if they can do it to him, they can do it to everybody, mm-hmm. right? So, it, and that that just goes along with because at first when this started happening, I got you know a little bit upset just because I'm like, hey, like you shouldn't be able to do this, you like you shouldn't have the authority to do this. And then I went through an evolution myself, which is I think what we can help the listeners today kind of understand, like the evolution that we went through, is that I I had to change my mindset where I just had to understand. I'm like it crossed the level of what I thought was possible to limit me, right? So I had, when I had made my worst case scenarios, I never said, well, the government's never gonna come and tell me I can't do my business, right? So my business is gonna be the same problems, cash flow, getting customers, customer reputation, right? Recruiting, all of the normal stuff. And then we entered into weird territory where we added another element um, onto there that shouldn't have been added on there that I think most people never took into consideration. And that's what we've been able to come up with and kind of that inspired this podcast is is what what are we doing as a business um, and as people that are stuck in the same situation, what did we have to do to understand? It's like, hey, we have two choices. You're either gonna, you're either gonna let this like um, say, hey, I have no plan for this and let you let this shut you down. Or you can say, what what do people do in this situation? What do small businesses? And we've actually come up with a couple things that we're gonna share today that, that differentiates us from what we do. And so that's exactly what I'm thinking is, you know what, you just have to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, and growing only happens during the painful times, right? right? Nobody wants to grow during the good times. Like there has to be something that happens. And so we're going to either let this determine our failure or we're going to turn every, you know what, they say every problem into an opportunity. And so this is a unique one. And whether you're listening now when it's happening or you want to know what, uh, you know, what we did when you, you know, there are going to be some people that are maybe never owned a business during this period of time that can't believe it. Well, here's what we did to overcome this in case you ever see this ever again. It, it also presents an opportunity to be able to focus in on what we can control versus what we can't control. Absolutely. Like when the gyms closed down, you know, I, I, I took a time to figure out, okay, what can I do to work out in my garage or what, you know, yeah. go on extra runs throughout the day to make sure I was still keeping myself in focus. And I think we definitely did that uh, business wise too. And oh. so to, to say about that, that point of things that we can control. So for the longest time, I was not a political person. I didn't care about it. Um, people around me would talk about it, and and most of them would get angry. They would get angry with each other about oh, yeah. this person's policy. And I said, I can't control any of that, right? So why am I going to spend hours of my day being pissed off about this politician and what they say? Um, but then I realized that I kind of evolved as well, and realizing, whoa, 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 there's there's some freedoms out there that I do care about that I maybe take for granted um, that can just be taken away like that, mm-hmm. as we've seen. And so. I'm definitely grateful, right, that we have those freedoms, and, and I think I need to do a better job of paying attention and, and caring about it to, to some degree, to, to what I can control, what I can do to affect that. Um, one thing that I've realized is that life just isn't fair. So we, we are all in an industry, mainly construction, where our business wasn't affected too much, right? Like this gym owner, his business is 100% affected because the government said, hey, sorry, you need to close down. If you don't close down, we're going to uh, find you every day. We're gonna find you. you. Take right? that's, that's a big deal, yep. right? So we we as as construction owners, we've been okay, um, but I realize more and more that life isn't fair. Bad things are gonna happen. Fortunately for us, the bad things didn't quite hit us as much as other people at this point. But we're, we'd be we'd be stupid not to think that in the future that it can and will happen to us um, and our business. It's gonna affect us. Um, so the question is, are are we gonna allow that to affect? 
how we feel, what we're, what we're doing, um, or are we going to continue to move forward? So, so a, a principle that I, I think is very important is regardless of what's happening to us, regardless of, of in our personal life, in business, anything that's going on in the world, are you going to get up? Are you going to keep walking? Are you going to continue pushing forward and, and to be better? There's always going to be something that happens, and, and, and life is all about what we do once that happens, how are we going to respond to those things, mm-hmm. and especially in our and, businesses? And well. being prepared for it too. I mean, you guys are amazing at you know pointing that out and just being prepared and ready for it. That's a huge part oh, of it as well. But we definitely were not ready for the government. That was one thing that nope. we didn't take into effect. We we we've thought about okay, if the market crashes, hey, if this happens, yeah. if we lose this referral source, but. The government shutting down was definitely not something on our radar. Obviously, it is now, and that's we're going to talk yeah. about that. And, and, and we're, for that directly, future. like you were saying, we're now we're starting to get affected by the things that are being taken away from us. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like I think there's actually I know there's a huge population percentage of the population out there that's just not saying anything. And I, I think a lot of it is um, is is people who live in smaller towns, smaller cities. Um, you you send a picture of Clint Eastwood. That was like wait until wait until these yep. people, and, and I think that's actually going to happen. I think eventually the people who aren't saying a word right now are going to start to have their freedoms taken away, and it's going to send a whole group of people that we didn't even know existed, who are like, get the fuck out of my country. You know, this is this is America. Who like firmly believe in the Constitution and yep. all of our rights, and I and I hope that that doesn't cause more problems than we even have going right now, because I can see it happening. Oh, absolutely. Well, what we want to do is like there, and there's a couple, there's a couple things that, you know what, so there's going to be things that you can control and then things that you can't, right? And then the, the idea is about being ready for that. So I have, I have, if there's one question that people ask me all the time, it happens all the time. It's like, and, and I kind of talked about a little bit and I gave you guys kind of a, uh, um, an intro, but, but people want to say, Nathan, tell me about the future. Like, Tell me about my future. Tell me about your future. I want to know the future, right? And and the reason why they're asking me that is like, how is how is how am I going to be affected positively about the things that you're having? So this is what I tell people all the time. This is why they pay me money, right? So everybody gets a little confused. You come in. We've talked about this before. Where you walk in back in back in my old days, where I actually had a desk over here, right? Where I'd be sitting there, and it looks like I'm not doing anything. Right. This is like, you know, it's the homeless guy on the street. He's just staring up. It's like and, and then maybe I'm even like looking at something. Right. And then and he just said, what is what are you looking at? Like, what are you doing? And so here's why they pay me the big bucks is just because I can hear the music and the music is a very distinct sound. And what it does is it just gives me the inclinations that I need. And I pay attention to things that are going to affect me in a week, in a month. In a six months, what happens is people get engulfed by what's happening to them right now. It consumes them. They get up in the morning very quickly. They're totally consumed with a problem, right? And I had sent the text message, anybody after 25, they don't need an alarm clock. Their problems wake them up, yeah. right? So if you're over 25. Most relatable quote. You're, <laughs> you're gonna have problems that wake you up, right? So, I mean, you could try to avoid them, they'll find you, right? It's like hide and seek, right? When you go to bed at night, 
it, it's it's only about how long it takes your problems to find you, but eventually they'll find you. Um, and so the secret is is how can we how can we put off this crazy thing? Like what's happening to us? As you were talking about, Mike, like what's going to happen to the future? Um, how can we get that out of our mind of these problems? And how can you still do what you're doing? And it's like you just have to train yourself to think about what you should be doing. Put off the problems, not necessarily, and that's gonna that's gonna seem like I probably should define that, not avoiding problems, um, but just getting good is like, how is the decisions that I'm gonna make today affect me in the future, or am I just reacting to the things that happen? And that's what we try to talk all the time. Stop reacting and start being proactive. You can even do that with problems. And so, they, so I tell them, I can just hear this music, and that's what everybody wants. That's why they come to me. It's like, Nathan, what's going to happen in my future? What are you going to do? And I'm like, let me tell you what we're preparing for on the bad side. And let me tell you what your future looks like. The only thing I can't do is tell you the specifics, but I can tell you what's going to eventually happen and how that's going to affect you in a general way. And I just spent a ton of time thinking about that. And because of that, as Taylor was talking about, we spent a ton of time thinking about recessionary things, et cetera, like that, that could impact our business negatively, but also positively, right? And so this is what I would encourage everyone everybody like how how often do you actually how much of your day is actually spent proactively preparing to do something because you'd be surprised as soon as that becomes the priority in your life you will look at it a problem right now and that's not going to be the most important thing mm-hmm. to you because that problem is not going to be a part of your your life going forward you kind of might say Nathan I have monetary problems and I say no you don't have a monetary problem you have a you're owned by something and you don't own something does that make sense you require you have to live somewhere you have to do something you have to drive something you have to watch something you have to travel somewhere I mean you have to do all that I, I people all said oh well and I had I have nice things and have that I'm like dude I will sell everything watch right and except they are you still haven't told that yet <laughs> well i got some offers but i'm having a hard time just taking it I'll, just, I'll be honest with you right I'm like that's gonna be the most difficult thing right but but i'll sell everything because i don't want to be owned by anything so you don't have monetary problems you have a problem that something owns you that you just won't give up right people say well i'm not happy i'm like you don't have a happiness problem you have a you don't want to do anything that would make you happy right you don't want to spend all the time you, you have a problem that you just like to be miserable and like no you don't understand i don't like my job and i'm like Okay, so your job owns you. I mean, you don't have to work there. I'm like, you 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 decided like nobody's like nobody's making you work there, right? And so that's the idea. How flexible are you? when you take some time and proactively think about how much of your problems are created by you and how much of your problems are created by the environments that you're out. And mm-hmm. what you'll find is that majority of the problems that you have, you 100% did yourself. Yeah. So I, I take a time and I make sure a majority of my day is just me sitting back and saying, what should I be doing, right? Not just conquering problems. Like I hate when I'm a firefighter all day, right? I'm like, hey, I'm just putting out fires. I'm like, I didn't get anything done, right? Cause I'm like, that, that fire's just gonna be there the next day. What I wanna do is I'm like, how can I? How can the decisions that I make right now get rid of my problems? And that's what they pay me. They just pay me to hear that music for them. I promise you, you're paying somebody to hear that music. You pay therapists, you pay, you spend time with friends, your bosses, you're all these people you're counting on. You're counting on them to hear this music. You can hear this music at any time. Right. And, and that's, you know, definitely essential when it comes to um, facing hard times like we did. So that reminds me of, um, you know, when all this kind of first started and we were pushing each other on, you know, don't be blind to what's happening right in front of us. 
um, be, you know, because that's what you guys can see is in the future. Um, and, and that kind of left us with three different options um, when it comes to running a business or being in business or starting a business. And it's either you're going to be first, you're going to be smarter, or you're going to cheat. Oh, yeah, that's great. And so <laughs> that's uh, great. I don't plan on cheating, so that leaves two options. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, skip that third option. I'll, I'll go with one of the. Uh, you know what? If anybody calls people. me a cheater, they are a liar. All right, I just <laughs> want to let you know that person is dishonest. You should avoid them and all that. We have never cheated one time in our lives. Not a single time. And I, and I know, Taylor, you have something to, to say on this, but um, we're definitely not first when it comes to remodeling. In, in, in Phoenix or anywhere. Um, you know, we're, we're not gonna cheat, we already made that clear. So we have to spend every single one of our days on being smarter than our competition, and that entails a lot. Yeah, and, and, and here's the deal. So our, our business, what we're doing, is built on construction. Guess what? They've been constructing things for thousands of years. Yep. And so we're, we're never gonna be the first person. We're not trying to create the wheel, but we're definitely trying to create different ways to, to utilize the wheel. So we're trying to be first in certain things and we also focus on being smarter. How can we get this job done better? How can we be faster? How can we evolve so that we've got better people, we've got a better company to be more successful? And so we, we definitely focus on those, obviously not the cheating part because they put cheaters in jail. <laughs> we have never cheated or will ever cheat ever. <laughs> so I, I wanna talk about this idea of evolution, adapting to the situation because the situation we're in right now with this with this virus and, and the government and politics, everything, we need to be adaptable. We need to be able to evolve see that there's a problem and make a change. So I wanna, I wanna take you guys back. Some of you listeners might not be old enough to remember what I'm about to talk about, but there used to be a store, it was called Blockbuster. I remember that one very well. So think about Blockbuster. I remember Blockbuster. So there, I guarantee there's people listening to this podcast that have no idea what Blockbuster is. Blockbuster was before Netflix, it was before Redbox, it was this big giant store that you would talk your parents into taking you every Friday night. You say, Mom, I've been good, I've got this money, I wanna go to Blockbuster. So you go to Blockbuster, you had to have a membership card, you'd scan it to get in, kinda like Costco now. And I think you had to scan it, maybe not. I guess they had those metal detectors when you walked in because they didn't want <laughs> just to avoid you from taking the movie. That's what <laughs> it was. Even though the cases were empty on the shelves. I know. <laughs> so you'd go in and there's this room, this big room full of shelves with a bunch of different videos, VHSs, and then eventually DVDs. And so you'd go in there and you would talk your mom or your dad into buying or renting two or three of these, take them home for the weekend. You'd watch the video and you'd return it. And so back then, we probably never thought Blockbuster would be gone away, but the reason why I'm sharing this story is because there's no such thing as Blockbuster. Half of the people on this listening to this podcast might not even know what Blockbuster is. What, what happened was Blockbuster was unwilling to adapt, to change, to evolve. So there was a company, we're gonna call it Netflix, came along with a different idea and recognized that the customer wanted something different. So, so as, as, a, as a kid, as I was growing up, probably never thinking that Blockbuster was gonna go away, but realizing that what, the, what the, the customers wanted was something different. They didn't want to go into Blockbuster. They didn't want to go in and spend $4 and rent three movies so they, they spend $12 on the weekend. What they wanted was something in their home, a streaming service. And so Netflix came out and, and they first started with this idea of, hey, we're gonna send you a DVD. Do you guys remember that part? Mm -hmm. Netflix started with a subscription service and then there was a DVD that they would mail out. So you would tell them, hey, I want this DVD. You'd submit the request, they would mail it to your house, 
with a return envelope. You would watch the DVD, as soon as you returned it back, they had this queue set up so that you could then get the next DVD. So they would always just be sending you these DVDs. Um, and then they also had the online streaming service. Mm -hmm. Gamefly too, whatever that was. Okay, Do yeah. games. Exactly, yeah. yep. But what Netflix did, so, so Netflix totally revolutionized the, the, the movie rental business. It was no longer going to the store and, and get the videos, it was subscribe online and they would mail it out to you. But even one thing that's very impressive to me is that Netflix evolved from that because they don't even do that anymore. When was the last time you guys got a DVD from Netflix? Can't remember. No. Nope. Probably 10 years, right? A long time because nobody wants it anymore. But what they realized was, and I've got a quote for it. This is what Netflix did and this is what every single one of us need to do as, as a, in our personal lives and professionally. You have to accept that what people need right now is not what they will expect you to deliver in the future. So take Blockbuster for instance. What Blockbuster's customers wanted in the future was not what they were providing. Netflix was able to change, evolve, change that industry with the DVDs, but Netflix was smart enough to even evolve from that to the online streaming. And so Netflix is a very profitable company. They've done very well at recognizing what their customers wanted and evolving. And so that applies to us as business owners, that applies to us as employees. What is your boss wanting from you? What he wants from you today is not what he wants from you in the future. And so you need to continue to evolve to be better, um, just like Netflix. Are you in Netflix or are you Blockbuster? Are you gonna be extinct in the future or not? But it was controversial. The problem is they, they Blockbuster was doing the movies, then Netflix came out to mail it. Then Blockbuster kind of started the same thing where you could do kind of a mailing thing with Blockbuster as well. But the controversial big thing that happened was when they when they skipped from DVD to online streaming. I remember as soon as they did that, I'm like, I'm canceling my membership. There was this huge thing, the stock crashed. Everybody was dogging this CEO. I mean, it was horrible. Like every single person, when this guy had the, when he, when he understood this quote and implemented it not only was it hard for him to do and did he have to do something new and understand that everybody fought him i mean stock stockholders the members every single person fought. i mean it was it was bad mm -hmm. right it was bad um and and so he 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 had he was he got it from all angles at this point i have dvds at my house I won't even put the DVD into the Xbox Blu-ray player. No, you don't have to. I won't. I I will I will find a movie on the streaming service. I won't get up there. I said, if you think I'm putting that DVD in that Xbox, you must be on crack. Yeah. All right? Because I don't, I don't get up to change the channel, right? I'm not going to get up to put this DVD. And even the crazier thing, get this, and, and this is a crazy, on, on that story, the Netflix came up to Blockbuster to sell them. I think it was like a million dollars or like two million, something crazy low. And Blockbuster turned them down. I mean, are you the person in your life that you're so delusional that you have people that are trying to help you, trying to revolutionize your life and doing this, and, and you just won't do anything different. And if you think you're going, when it's time to do something different, that your family, your friends, everybody around you is just gonna support you. I mean, it's not gonna happen. I remember when I got up and told everybody I'm moving to Michigan. Taylor, do you remember that when I got up everybody told them I'm moving to Michigan? I do, yes. Was everybody happy about that? Uh, I don't think anybody believed it. Yeah. Okay, nobody believed it. And then when it happened, how many 
people, and even in this room, I have raise your hand. What are you happy about me moving to Michigan? Like, Mike, did you think I'm going to help I, you? I was bit? happy for you because I, I know, know but the job was, you were making. Yeah, but, but for you, it's no, like, I enjoy your company. Yeah, Tyson, what'd you say? Taylor, did you think your life was going to be like what it is now, right? The thing like this? Um, are you asking, was I happy when you left? The answer is yes. He's like, get the heck out here. You're the only one holding me back, right? And and nobody, it's not like anybody sent me like, oh gosh, this is going to change my life, right? Because I mean, they understood exactly what it is. And I understood. There's no question here. Like I was going, I was going to do something different and the reward was going to come later. Nobody ever understands. Nobody ever understands. If, If you get up every day and everything you do, everybody understands, that's not a good sign, right? Unless you're a priest. But even then, they're controversial. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? You try to tell me I'm not doing something right. I'll be like, what? Like, where did you hear this from? Right? I mean, there's no place. So that's not a good sign, right? If everybody's just like perfectly happy, I mean, you need to have that like controversy in your life. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you've got a great time right now. The world is seriously evolving right in front that of is. you, right? You're like the dinosaur where the volcano is shooting up and then everybody else is like doing something different. And you're like, I don't think I'm doing this. I've been doing this for so long. My my house has been here for generations at the bottom of this volcano, right? You think I'm going to leave. And then they're like pointing out there's a meteor coming. And it's just like, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. And you're like, see your friends. And I'm like, I'm like, this is the time. This is like the one time in your life that you're, you doing something different might not be the most controversial thing in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's going to try to stop you and not understand might actually understand that you have to do something different like they i mean take advantage of it right things are changing around you i'm like if you're going to do one of two things you're going to stay there and expect it not to evolve Mm -hmm. right and you can think you can do everything the same or you're going to say life's never going back the way it is it's never i will never again for the rest of my life think that the government can't shut down my business I thought I had to fly over an ocean to get to that place, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, the Pacific. I think it's the Pacific, right? But I'm like, I'm like, I, you got to go a long way to find a place where the government could just come in and say, "Hey, you know your business." You and you'll be like, down. well, I have employees, I have this. I'm like, that can happen. So that's okay. never going to happen anymore. I have it. I'm like, what am I doing to prepare for literally the government coming in and saying I can't do business, well, right? So um, that actually, I mean, tying that back into the fact of um, how Blockbuster had the opportunity to purchase Netflix, um, it reminds me of if if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And, oh, absolutely. And, and smart companies fail because they do everything right. Um, you know, they, I actually had fell victim to this and had to catch mm-hmm. myself before, but they, they cater to the high profit margin customers and ignore, and ignore the low end of the market, yep. um, which is, that's, that's where all the, you know, innovation emerges from is all those, you know, the low margin problem areas. So, and, and, and that's just, you know, innovating, finding new ways to do it, not being stuck in your old ways, not staring at the erupting volcano for so long thinking you're going to survive. Well, because they have to. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to, right? Because they, they're low margin, hard customers. They've got to learn how to do it the hardcore way. And as soon as they get that system and they and then they realize they can take your big customers, the new customers or these ones that these ones that used to be high margin that didn't expect very much, these younger companies come in, these adaptable companies, and they, they'll take them from you. But they're always going to start off by taking your crappy customers first. And then they're going to apply that to your good 
customers and that's where the emerging comes and in big companies and slothful companies they never see that coming even employees employees will never think that that the boss is going to hire a more innovative a harder worker so then what was normal is now not normal anymore because he hired something that happens in our company all the time we tell people all the time it's like if you're going to be the same way in six months it's not that we're not going to appreciate it it's the fact that everybody else around you is going to be that you're hiring are going to be better than what that was before and they're going to raise the standard and we're going to expect that as the new normal that happens to us all the time absolutely and i want to get to that because that, that's what i wanted to talk about but before that you're talking about predicting the future i'm going to predict the future well i like i like this movie theaters sell your stock they oh, yeah, won't exist yeah, they're they gone. won't exist yeah. and yeah. you think i'm crazy you guys think i'm crazy i don't how, think the experience is going to survive but it's going to go away it will. because during coronavirus they were shut down and then the movie theaters or excuse me the movie companies said, hey, we're going to skip the movie theaters and they started selling straight them. Straight to Netflix. Straight to Netflix, straight to other places. So, uh, bold prediction. This is Taylor, July 8th, 2020. <laughs> movie yeah. theaters will no longer exist. <laughs> I've been telling people that for months. Um, I just wanted to make it official. I will official. throw some money on that if I anyone wants to buy it. Can sell your stock to Tyson Lewis. Tyson Lewis is <laughs> buying, buying, buying movie stock, movie. stock, right? So, 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 <laughs> so, so along that, the change. Along that <laughs> idea of, uh, of evolution, right? So movie theaters, they need to evolve because they will no longer exist. People are not going to go pay $30 for a ticket for them and their wife and then go spend $30 on concessions. No. They're not gonna do it anymore. Mm-hmm. The experience, the TVs, the, the experience that people can have in their house, yeah, it's not as good as the movie theater, but there's not gonna be enough people going to movie theaters paying that full price in the future because they can watch it from their beds and they can make their own food or they can do DoorDash. Nice. So you're saying so. sell stock in movies and buy stock in projection companies, projectors. Projectors, TVs, sound systems. systems. All I'm saying is I don't think movie theaters, just like Blockbuster, are going to exist yeah, I think you're right. in the next couple of years. I don't right. know if you guys so, know, but Blockbuster tried to stream. I don't know a lot of people know. Oh, did well, they? they lost all the steam by then. Netflix already had all their customers. Too late. too late. They were too late. You mean they, they weren't were. the smartest or the first, and they didn't cheat. <laughs> Maybe they tried to cheat. They weren't good at that. I'm but sure when you get desperate <laughs> enough, I'm sure they started so, the so cheating. Right? Work. They weren't the <laughs> first. Too late. So I, I want to talk about it again, right? This is this podcast is all about evolution. How are you evolving? I, I had a not so nice conversation last week uh, with with somebody with an employee at the company. And, and, and I spent a week thinking about it. What's what's going on, where we're at. And, and this is a person that's been around for a long time. And, and it, it hit me that he has not evolved. He or she, I'm not gonna say one or the other. It could be a woman. In case he's listening, but guess what? Probably not. Or she. I'd be surprised she, if she is listening. Uh, or she. <laughs> Good catch there, Mike. Good catch. Uh, I'd be surprised <laughs> if he or she was listening. Edit that one out. <laughs> but, but if I had to sum it up in one sentence of why this person is in the place that they are and why they had a not so nice conversation was because they chose not to evolve. Not that they were doing anything different, probably doing a lot of the same, but everybody else around him or her was evolving and have evolved to a crazy level. The people, the the the, the bar where, where the acceptable production, right? The accept, acceptable output in our companies has raised significantly based on the people that we have, either they've they've raised themselves or they no longer work here and we've replaced them with somebody with a higher higher production, higher output. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing to me to think of the last couple of years and the lack of evolution. And so he, he's finding himself um, much lower on the totem pole than he should or needs to simply because he refused 
um, and actively chose not to evolve right. and make changes. Right. So if that's you out there, uh, your nickname is Blockbuster. <laughs> you will no longer exist, whether it's as an employee, as a business owner, if you are not evolving, if you don't understand that you need to evolve, um, you will no longer exist in the future. Well, the, the crazy thing is, as a consumer, they hate non-evolving customer or com- companies. As a consumer, those same people. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be. It's not going to be that you're doing it worse, or it's going to be that the world is always going to evolve around you. You just have to take that into account. And and if that stresses you out, it's like I don't know what to do. I have. I mean, that's why these podcasts exist. Like we're trying to give you helpful hints and things that you can do in order to prepare for that. Uh, but take advantage of the changing. Be be proactive about what you're thinking about. And in the case, wake up. It's like, is today going to be the day? Am I going to be Blockbuster? Or am I going to be Netflix? Yeah. So I. I... I, for, for everybody listening right now, I kind of want to just, um, you know, if, if you're listening and you have no idea uh, what you're going to do today to be able to overcome the current situations, uh, I'm just going to say a quote real quick. Storms make trees take deeper roots, and we are living the storm right now. And if anything, what you need to do is just be proactive like we all are. Get up, understand the fact that the, the harsh storm is going to make you stronger. It's going to dig, dig your roots deeper. Um, you know, don't do the same things as everybody else and you, you learn and grow. Yeah, the, the worst thing you can do as a tree is think that there's not going to be a storm. Mm-hmm. Those trees don't exist. The ones that don't think that there's going to be a storm, they don't, they don't make it through. The ones that understand there's always going to be storms. Right now, it just happens to be this coronavirus or the government shutting things down. Guess what? Tomorrow, there's going to be another storm. In six months, there's going to be another storm. And so you need to understand there will be a storm. And so what are you doing now to prepare for it? You might not have accounted for or be able to understand, hey, the storm that actually hit me was way different. Like we've talked about, the storm that hit us of the government shutting businesses down was not something we ever thought about. Um, We'll obviously think about it in the future. But guess what? In a year or two, there's going to be another storm that we didn't think didn't was going to happen, and it, and it hit us. But but if we're not preparing and and knowing, there's going to be some kind of storm. I don't know what it is. There's going to be a storm. Uh, we're going to be left behind. Um, the the theory of evolution, right, is is the strongest survive. The ones that are willing to evolve, that are able to to make changes and adapt to the situation, are the ones that will survive. That's 100% applicable in your life. 100% applicable in your business. Whatever you're doing, if you're not evolving. You're dying. Mm-hmm. Good summary. I, the last thing I want to say, I'll, I'll let you say something else if you want to, um, is just like you said, kind of recapping. Um, you know, don't don't be afraid to evolve. Always be willing to do whatever is going to come next. Be willing to uh, be innovative, adapt, overcome. Um, and then the, the last thing I just want to say to help everyone out there who's struggling is. Be, you know, you brought it up earlier. You are the average of the ten people that you surround yourself around, and we happen to be very lucky. We're surrounded by a lot of, you know, very successful, great-minded. I mean, we have a, amazing culture here at these companies. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're. I just want to thank you guys for that. From you know everybody for that too. But surround yourself with people who you can go to. Um, who can lift you up versus taking you down. You know, that's the last thing I have to say. Absolutely. No, appreciate it. We're going to try to be more consistent on our side. I'd like to thank Tyson Lewis for joining us today, right? So Maybe as you can say see, something one of these he's days. very talkative. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fired. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There it is.
is, right? He's adapting the situation. I got to get into the podcast, right? I'm like, everybody's podcasting. No, no, it's awesome. We look forward. And in, in, in just during the, the set of time aside, not to just think about your problems, but think about the future. And if you're wondering, gosh, man, I don't even know where to start. Start with the podcast. Start with the podcast. If you make it through an entire hour of this and you don't have anything to think about the future, um, I it, that's impossible, right? I've never I've never heard that one time in my life. I've never heard anybody. Oh, you know what? All the stuff you said, I didn't think anything about the future, right? And if it doesn't happen at the beginning, it's okay. You just got to do consistently, right? Set aside some time. Make sure you think about the future. Absolutely. Go, Until go. next time, guys. All right, take it easy, guys.